A seven-year-old girl has died of dehydration and septic shock while in the custody of Customs and Border Patrol. Shortly after she entered the U.S. illegally with her father, they were apprehended. Within a few hours of that, she became very sick, was rushed to the hospital, and died. Now we can see left-wing politicians and organizations exploiting the situation, saying it's outrageous that she died in their custody and this is the fault of our administration. Why wasn't she helped sooner? But the reality is, she was. See, the father signed a form saying they were both healthy. And once the CBP officers realized she was sick, they rushed her to the hospital. But unfortunately, the trip she was on was dangerous. She didn't have enough food or water. She became very sick. And you can't blame CBP, who tried everything to save this girl because she became sick before arriving here. But that seems to be what's happening. And now we can see left-wing media organizations are pushing this narrative that even though we're learning the real facts, even though the father has said he has no complaints about how they were treated, they still push the narrative that this is the fault of our Border Patrol officers. Today, I want to take a look at the anatomy of a fake news story and how seemingly mainstream and well-funded media sites are pushing fake news. But before we get started, please head over to timcast.com forward slash donate if you want to support my work. There are options for monthly donations through PayPal. You can use cryptocurrency if you so choose. I have a P.O. box. And there's also a shop where you can buy cool t-shirts that I myself have designed if you'd like to support me. The story from the Washington Post. Seven-year-old migrant girl taken into Border Patrol custody dies of dehydration exhaustion. A seven-year-old girl from Guatemala died of dehydration and shock after she was taken into Border Patrol custody last week for crossing from Mexico into the United States illegally with her father and a large group of migrants along a remote span of New Mexico desert, U.S. Customs and Border Protection said Thursday. The child's death is likely to intensify scrutiny of detention conditions at Border Patrol stations and CBP facilities that are increasingly overwhelmed by large numbers of families seeking asylum in the United States. According to CBP records, the girl and her father were taken into custody around 10 p.m. December 6, south of Lordsburg, New Mexico, as part of a group of 163 people who approached U.S. agents to turn themselves in. More than eight hours later, the child began having seizures. Emergency responders who arrived soon after measured her body temperature at 105.7 degrees, and according to a statement from CBP, she reportedly had not eaten or consumed water for several days. First, the story is a horrible tragedy. I think we can all agree to that. On the surface, it sounds like something was wrong with what CBP did. How was she in their custody for hours with no help, with no food, with no water, and how did she die after they were alerted that she was already sick? And this was quickly exploited by politicians on the left. Hillary Clinton said, There are no words to capture the horror of a seven-year-old girl dying of dehydration in U.S. custody. What's happening at our borders is a humanitarian crisis. And this tweet isn't necessarily incorrect. It absolutely is a horror. But it kind of implies it was the U.S. custody that did her in, as though the dehydration was the fault of the custody she was in. Kamala Harris says her name was Jacqueline M.A. Rosemary Call Makin. She was seven years old and died in CBP custody of dehydration and exhaustion. News reports suggest she had to wait 90 minutes before receiving emergency medical care. We need answers and we need them now. Once again, another tweet making it seem like it was the fault of CBP officers. Harris criticized Secretary Kirsten Nielsen, tweeting, Nielsen's callous response to the death of a seven-year-old girl is another reason she needs to resign. And this was when Nielsen blamed the family of the migrant girl. The Washington Post story continues. Food and water are typically provided to migrants in Border Patrol custody, and it wasn't immediately clear Thursday if the girl received provisions and a medical exam before the onset of seizures. This fact is extremely important. We don't know if she was provided with water or anything else while in CBP custody, yet the narrative is still being pushed by the left. In fact, the ACLU blamed the lack of accountability and a culture of cruelty within CBP for the girl's death. 
The fact that it took a week for this one to come to light shows the need for transparency for CBP. We call for a rigorous investigation into how this tragedy happened and serious reforms to prevent future deaths, Cynthia Pompa, advocacy manager for the ACLU Border Rights Center, said in a statement. I would certainly agree with a call for transparency. The ACLU says CBP was supposed to release details of the tragedy within 24 hours and waited a week. And if that's true and they were supposed to, well, then they are at fault. However, the ACLU is still trying to make it seem like it was the fault of CBP when in reality, they actually tried saving this girl and it wasn't their fault. But I do want to point out ACLU tweets. For one, they said, this is a horrific, indefensible tragedy. What's worse is that it is far from the first death at the hands of DHS. If this isn't the America we want to be, now is the time to be loud about it. This is an absolute lie and fake news. The ACLU is propagating false information. This death is not at the hands of DHS. To the contrary, CBP did everything in their power to actually save the girl, even according to her father. We need to look at the facts here. And according to CNN, who I'm using on purpose to show what actually happened, they say that December 6, 9.15 p.m., Jacqueline and her father, Neri Gilberto Call 29, were among a group of migrants detained by Border Patrol agents about a half mile west of the Antelope Wells Port of Entry in New Mexico. They were interviewed by agents to determine if they needed medical care. Her father signed a form saying he and Jacqueline were healthy. More importantly, as reported last night, father of Guatemalan girl who died in U.S. custody has no complaints about her treatment, Consul says. Even her father recognizes she didn't have food or water on this journey, and CBP did everything in their power. To claim this was a death at the hands of DHS is a nightmarish falsehood being propagated by the ACLU, and the narrative is further pushed by other left-wing organizations. Even when these details come out, they still try to make it seem like this was the fault of Homeland Security. Vox actually does a decent job of pointing out the facts. In their story, Migrant Girl Dies in Border Patrol's Custody, the seven-year-old girl reportedly had not eaten or consumed water for several days. I think they do a fair characterization in the beginning. But when you get to the end, you realize how they actually push the narrative. Vox actually includes a statement from CBP talking about how they did everything in their power to get her to the hospital and try and help her, saying they immediately called 911 while administering medical care. She was transported from air ambulance to the hospital. During this time, the father was transported to the hospital by Border Patrol, which was four hours away by car. It would seem that CBP went above and beyond to try and save this girl, even bringing in an air ambulance once they were aware of what was going on. Keeping in mind, their station was 90 miles away from the point of apprehension. But of course, Vox has to make sure they end the story by saying, Call didn't die on the journey to America. She died after making the journey while in Border Patrol's custody. Ora Bogato, an immigration reporter with revealed detailed conditions at Hilaris, the facility CBO uses to detain border crosses. The Vox story is not the most egregious. In fact, they do a fairly decent job of showing you the context and actually explaining what happens. But they still try to end by criticizing CBP. And I believe the reason for this is they want to make sure they play up to their left wing audience that this is still somehow a bad thing CBP did. When in reality, if we look at the objective facts, it would seem that CBP did everything right. In fact, maybe they went above and beyond bringing in that air ambulance. Why would you then blame them? It's not their fault. There was another post by ACLU Border Rights Center. They said, there is no humane way to detain children. Congress must demand transparency and accountability of border agencies. That's why today our staff briefed Senators Jeff Merkley, Maisie Hirano, Tina Smith, and Congresswoman Judy Chu on their way to Tornillo. And it seems like often this narrative gets pushed that we can't detain children and families, that it's inhumane, that it's wrong. 
And once again, we can see that they're trying to blame CBP for this girl's death, when in reality, it was the journey that killed her. And I would say that the only blame that can be assigned is to her family. I don't want to blame her family. I understand why they would take a dangerous journey. But why the left is pushing this narrative, it's rather confusing. There is no humane way to detain children. I would absolutely disagree. There is. It would be inhumane to not detain these children in these circumstances. But hear me out. What's the alternative? Just let the children come into the border illegally with no family, with no parents and wander about. If we are going to detain these people because they violated the law and entered the country illegally, we're going to check to make sure they're healthy and we're going to bring them to the hospital when we can. It would seem like that's actually a rather humane way to deal with the problem. In fact, think of the alternative. Think about how inhumane it would have been if Border Patrol ignored this father and his daughter. She would have died anyway. At least in this circumstance, they tried to save her. They were unsuccessful. It's rather unfortunate. But the alternative would have been the father and his daughter walking through the desert, walking 90 miles away from any nearby facility. And this little girl would have died regardless because she was dehydrated. She was in septic shock. I would actually state the most humane thing we could have done was detain them to make sure they were healthy and rush them to the hospital. So then where's the complaint? What was wrong about what happened? And why is Hillary Clinton, Kamala Harris, and many other people on the left acting like this is the fault of CBP? Why are they acting like this was the wrong thing to do? Would they prefer that these people are left on their own wandering through the desert? No, that would probably be worse. We are in a difficult situation. I would agree with Hillary Clinton. We do have a humanitarian crisis and we need to figure out how to deal with it appropriately. But it sounds like this was absolutely appropriate. And the only thing I can say is, It feels like these news organizations, for one, push the narrative that somehow Border Patrol did something wrong because it gets rage clicks, but it also pushes their agenda, which for the life of me, I don't really understand. I can only assume it's tribalism, that they want to say, we're the good guys, they're the bad guys, and no matter what they do, it's bad. But more importantly, when the story first broke, many people blamed CBP and many activists agreed. What happens when we learn the truth? Well, now they can't back down from their position so they just say, oh, well, you know, we can't blame the family. It's, it's their fault. When DHS says it's the fault of the father for not feeding his daughter and giving her water and taking her on this dangerous journey, they say, how dare you criticize this family? I don't know who to criticize. I just know it was a tragedy. And I think people trying to exploit the situation are pretty much bad people. But let me know what you think in the comments below. Keep the conversation going. It's likely this narrative will persist. The ACLU has made probably the most important st- statement I have seen regarding any activism in a while saying that this girl died at the hands of DHS. No, no, they tried to save her. But comment below, we'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned, new videos every day at 4 p.m. And I'll have more videos on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews at 6 p.m. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all next time.